welcome to the South Road Boys. Welcome to us. Hey, hello. Hello. <laughs> I didn't do the welcome this week. Look, I did it last week. How did it feel? It didn't feel right. Didn't it? No. It felt like I'd put the tip in and realised it was a wrong hole. Really? And spoiled everything. <laughs> Just keep on pushing. Yeah. You can keep on pushing. <laughs> but then the problem is once you go the wrong hole the first time, you can't really go the normal hole the second time because that causes issues. Okay. And it just felt like we started on the wrong hole. On the wrong foot. <laughs> well, foot's a bit of an exaggeration. <laughs> no, the hole's the sock. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's been going on with you? Um, I think we need to start off with uh, some important news. Hot off the press, yes. Cushions. Love them. Do you really? I do love cushions. I know. So I'm going to step back in time with my story here a little bit. Oh, I want to say step back in time. A few days. Step back in time. Kylie? I used to have a thing. For, I used to have a real crush on Kylie back in the day. But oh, I think I most Australian boys, teenage boys did. Don't stop, stop in the bus, stop. She was cute. Um, she still is. She is still cute. Yeah. She's still only three foot tall too. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... Bought a new lounge suite. Yes. A, a black artificial leather. Pleather. Pleather, yeah. Yes. Um, lounge chase. Oh, a chase uh, long. Yes, which I'm, I'm liking it. It's yeah. behind you. Mm-hmm. We can both see it from here. It looks nice. It does. Um, but I did start to realise it was nearly a little bit too black. <laughs> and I know that sounds racist, racist <laughs> but it just needed a bit of colour needed to change it up. It was just a yep. little bit too... Um, okay, bring your sex toys with you kind of vibe. Oh, okay. You know, I, just, I needed something just to warm it up a little yeah. bit. So you decided to go for light black. <laughs> <laughs> so I was talking to uh, someone, Kate, who I work with. Kiss me, Kate. Uh, yep. And I said to her, I said, look, here's a picture. It looks really good. And she said, yeah, it does look good. Mm. But I said, I feel as though I just need to break it up a little bit. Mm. It's just a little bit too all the same. Mm-mm-mm. So she said, well, you need to get some cushions. I've got a fucking hate cushions. Cushion for the pushing. Oh, I've just never been a fan. When I sit on the couch and there's cushions, mm. I move the cushions and move them away from me. Like children. I don't want them near me. Okay, so... I don't mind them in the environment. That's fine. They're meant to be there. I understand they've got a place. And you're happy for but other people to have them. Near, I don't want them near me. <laughs> just like children, you're exactly. happy for other people to That's have them. That's fine. I have no issue with that. Okay, so riddle me this, Batman, because when I am on my lounge at home yes. and I'm watching television, I like to do that often in a reclined position, so lying down with my head on a cushion, watching the telly. That's me. Okay, look, I don't have a recliner. No, no, but I've got don't a lounge suite you. similar to yours. Mm. So I'll, you know, I position myself probably on the chase like yours is there, and I'll yep. just okay. lie down and watch telly. I get that. Cushions are perfect for that. Cushions, I oh, know, they just really annoy me. All right. But she said, okay then, well, why don't you get a throw rug? Oh. And I've gone, <laughs> I will never, ever buy a throw rug. You might. I could not think of anything more wanky mm. than having a freaking... Why do, what purpose do they serve? So, well, you you put it over yourself to feel all cosy. I said, I don't want to feel cosy. Like, it's not what I do on a couch. Maybe I get I mum... I can turn the heater on. Maybe, I can put a jumper on. Maybe I get mum to make you a quilt. Well, she could do that. But I, I've gone, no, nah, not going to happen. So... I've got a quilt. I <laughs> I set myself a bit of a target on the weekend. Yes. I thought, okay, I'm going to go to Spotlight. I'm going to Spotlight it up. Oh, hello. I must admit, Spotlight's a fun place to hang Fuck out. Fucking oath it is. It really is. In very short doses when you're by yourself. I, yeah, I wouldn't want to do it with someone else. Not with someone who goes, no. Spotlight's my jam. <laughs> because if you go with someone who says, fucking Spotlight for life, and it's actually got the logo on the tattoo, yep. 
that's someone who you're losing three hours of your life. You know, in this there. is a one-handed jam. This is a masturbatory, masturbatory, masturbatory. I like, I like masturbatory. Shoppery. <laughs> well, because you're buying things, so it's a masturbatory. Masturbatory. Like it. I like, no, I like I went with, okay, I'll, we'll get onto your story, but I went with the kids to Spotties on. Spotties. When you know it really well. Yeah, I went to Spotties on Sunday. Spoilers for my wife, but if you're listening to this, it'll come out on Monday, which will be after Mother's Day anyway. Right. Luckily, she doesn't listen normally anyway. No, so. Why would she? Exactly. So I do this thing for Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day for yesterday to all the mums oh, out there. Yeah, happy Mother's Day. Yeah, um, so every year, the kids get to buy my wife a gift for Mother's Day. That's nice. One each. With your money? Well, it's our money. It's family money. Okay. And... This one's kind of your money, though, because you can't it just, buy someone a gift with their money. So you've got to call it your money. Exactly. Um, but we also, I've, I've done this thing for the last nine years where we will make my wife a personalized gift. Ah, oh, it's pretty cute. So the first year I got um, my wife a T-shirt. So when you have a kid, right, they generally come in, a photographer will come in and offer to, for an exorbitant fee. As, as you're having the child? <laughs> no, after the child's had. Okay. Like, for a shit ton of money, we'll take some photos in the hospital of the baby and a couple of cutesy ones. Very Ann Geddes. Yeah. Do you know who Ann Geddes is? Yes, I do. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, a bit Ann Geddes and yep. all that kind of stuff. Um, so, there's one photo of my wife. With... Can I just point out, is that um, like Snugglepot and all that kind of thing? No, Ann Geddes is a no. photographer. Snugglepot and Cuddle Pie is a yeah. book. But, yeah. Yeah, but aren't they a similar thing that she does? Like, with a little, like... Like yes, she dresses like real, She yeah, dresses babies up in, you know, puts them. The only reason I'm saying this is I don't. People are saying, "Oh, he said yeah," but he's got no fucking idea. I just want to say that I do have a little bit of an idea. Yes, fair yeah. enough. No, cool. you do. So the first year we got, um, there's a photo of uh, my daughter Ella. Her whole hand is gripping my wife's finger. Yeah. Um, and there's another one where Amy's got her foot resting on her hand and she's cupping it. So I got that printed in black and white on a t-shirt. Oh, that's cute. Um, did she pull the finger? Probably. <laughs> okay. Um, and then subsequent years, we've done uh, a couple of T-shirts with either the kids' handprints, which that didn't go down too well because I got the kids to put handprints on and then got printed on a T-shirt. Unfortunately, the hands seem to be <laughs> inappropriately placed. So that's, that's actually pretty good. Don't yeah, like that. My wife didn't um, wear that one that much. <laughs> Last year was another T-shirt where the kids got to draw... With what- tits up. With tits up, yeah. got to draw whatever they wanted on the sleeve of the t-shirt. So Ooh. I got the style of t-shirt that my wife wears, like a tattoo sleeve. Yeah, like a tat sleeve. Yeah. And so the kids got one sleeve each, <laughs> and because it's only a sleeve, it's not too busy. And my wife actually does wear it because it's just got little drawings from the kids. Nice. Um, another year we did canvas shoes, and the kids got to draw on those. Um, what else have we done? Fucking, I can't remember. Oh, uh, we made jewelry for it one year. We got this stuff from Spotlight. It's clay, you bake it up, and then she makes a bracelet out of it. So this year I had this big whole plan of doing something that fucking fell through, which was getting something from our new house and setting it in resin and oh, then yeah. polishing it up and whatever. Fucking ran out of time. Look at you, Mr. Creative. I know. So this year, once again, we went with shoes because it's been about four years since we did shoes, white canvas shoes, and then you go to Spotties and you get the permanent craft bloody material marker you put it in the design the shoes and then design the shoes. So one kid got one shoe, the other kid got the other. And my wife wears them and she finds them quite fun and whatever. So there you go. I and that trip to Spotties was great. All I've got in my mind now is Tim Minchin. 
Take your canvas bags. Take your canvas bags. Take your canvas bags to the supermarket. That's all I got there. Um, yeah, so. You went to Spotty's. Um, Mind wolfing it. Cushion shopping. Oh, Something shit. I never thought I would ever do. Did you take anyone with you? No. Fuck. I was a lone wolf. But do you find. Stepping out into the unknown. I find when that you go to Spotty's as a lone wolf man is like walking into a lingerie shop. It does feel a bit like that. Fuck, you get attention. I, I felt also as though I wasn't really meant to be there. It is secret women's business. Yeah. And it shouldn't be because it's just crafts. Yeah. I was like. I'm walking around, and it's like I could actually see the woman looking at me saying... Judging you. the fuck's he doing here? Is yeah. he a pervert? You're a psycho. He's, but I also find... a pedophile. Probably. <laughs> but I find that when you go to a place like Spotty's or a lingerie shop as a lone wolf... Spotlight. No one calls it bunnies. No, but fucking <laughs> any... All right, roadies, if you are a person who enjoys going to Spotlight, I guarantee you, shiny dollar, they call it Spotty's. Yeah, it's cute. I like it. Anyway. But no one calls bunnies bunnies. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Bunnies. Maybe because Spotlight is more a ladies' store, whereas hardware is more, not always, but it's more a men's store. Sort so you wouldn't call it- Is men's glitter. You couldn't, wouldn't call it bunnies. <laughs> no. <laughs> bunnies for it, yeah. Well, I'm going to bunnies, love. You're not going to that fucking strip club. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I did see a t-shirt once that said, Sawdust is man's glitter. Yeah, I um, love that. Anyway, so, but when you go to a lingerie shop or a Spotlight and you ask for help, you often get someone who will be at your beck and call. I think just to try and get you out of there a lot quicker, or you have that. Maybe you're like a puppy. I've got no idea why I'm here. I need to help the puppy, and they know that you feel uncomfortable being there, and that you will spend a large amount of money and just want to leave. It's probably true. Anyway, spotlight. So walked in, found the cushions. They got thirty percent off cushions. Great start. Winning. Great start. So I've looked around, looked at different colours, all the rest of it. Ended up thinking, okay, look, this might work. I won't probably use them, mm. but at least from a decorative point of view, mm. they're going to serve their purpose. And they'll break up the big black couch that you've got there. So, Did you look at different colours or different textures and colours? <laughs> uh, I, no, I browsed pretty well. Mm. I went through a lot of different things. I didn't want bright colours. Okay. Not that I'm not a bright colour person, but I, I like my monochrome. Mm. So I was looking at more, um, you know, like basically your greys or maybe something the white, like, the like your white, creams the ivory and the beige. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> the Richie Benno palette. <laughs> um, mainly because it just goes with other stuff. Like It just fits what I am. Greys are neutral. There you go. That's exactly right. It goes with everything. Mm-hmm. So then I remember the conversation about the throw rug. Mm. So I'd better go and have a look. Oh. So I'm looking at the throw rugs. Yes. I'm thinking, what, what are these even? What's the purpose <laughs> of these things? What is the go? Yes. And then I found one. You did. And you just talk for a minute while I go and grab it for you. Okay. So I I don't mind a throw rug. In fact, I'm a big quilt fan. My mother is a quilter. I have a quilt. I've even made a quilt. And my latest quilt that my mother is um, helping me finish off is a whole lot of old T-shirts from the last 10 years. Cut them out, sew them together. I have a T-shirt quilt. Oh, that's cool. Fuck, it's warm. Yeah. So I found the throw rugs. I've seen you throw. I'm looking at a few. I'm looking at the mm. colours, and I'm thinking, okay, what what colour will match the couple of cushions and a few colours I've looked at? So I'm trying mm. to colour design my Look black at you. couch. It's like queer eye for the straight guy. Uh, it really is, <laughs> and I'm enjoying it. It's actually pretty cool. I don't mind going into a place that's a little bit unknown to me. I get very curious, and I just want to mm. check it all out. Mm. It's just great. Squirrel. So <laughs> I wasn't going to go to the throw rug. I thought I'm not going to use it. No. Then I found heaven. <laughs> And I'm going to show you heaven, Joe. Is it in the backseat of my Cadillac? 
Run your hand over that. It's like a thousand dead bunnies. You know what I've been doing for the last three nights? Masturbating. Patting it like it's a cat. <laughs> it really it's does that. really nice, isn't it? Isn't it? Do you put it on yourself or you just put it next to yourself? No, it's just hanging on the side of the couch. And, and just you just like stroke it's it. Um, it's amazing. It is. So It doesn't feel like a natural fibre, if I'm honest. No, it's a, it's a faux. Yeah. Faux fur. Faux fur. Um, but I must say... Peter Friendly. I, I've always been a throw rug man. <laughs> <laughs> always. So now I've got a throw rug and two cushions. Yes. And rocking it. Yeah. It's a, I don't know why anyone would not want a throw rug. The, the, the new I've been telling people for years. Throw rugs are the new cushions. Can't have a coach. Yeah. A coach. Can't have a couch yes. without a throw rug. And you're getting the rug. You're actually getting a proper rug as well. Yeah. Look, it's going to be nice in winter, I must admit. Yeah. Sitting back, reading a book. Got your throw over your lap. Pat the rug. You know what your next step it's pretty is? Pretty nice. I'll tell me. Hot water bottle. Never been a hot water bottle fan, but you know what? <laughs> Was never a throw rug fan either. It's only weird the first time, mate. <laughs> Get a hot water bottle. Yeah. So that's what I've been up to. Spotlight. That's awesome. Um, here's the thing, though. Mm. I bought because the chase. Mm-hmm. Right, it's got one hard, what I call a hard corner, so a hard edge. Yes. The other corner is cushioned all the way through. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like a soft corner. You can take it at a good speed. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Soft cornering, hard cornering. Yeah. So I bought a cushion for the hard corner, got the throw rug mm-hmm. over the back towards the other corner, mm-hmm. maxes it nicely. Beautiful. I was telling Kate at work mm. about the fact that I've been great and brought the throw rug, bought the cushion, yes. taken a photo. She looked at it and you know what she said? What? You only bought one cushion. I said, yeah, because I've got the throw rug on the other side. I said, so you originally only bought one cushion? So I said, yeah, but I've wit. got the throw I don't need it. It's a soft corner. No, you I've got a hard corner here for a cushion. I could have told you you need That's it what she said. And I'm like, I don't need it. You do. You know what I did after work tonight? When bought another, another cushion. <laughs> do you know what would so, have been? Can I just point out before you go any further? Yes. Kate? Yes. This is the second time I've had to say you're right. Yes. Had to say you're right. Fuck, we are good with talking <laughs> on this. not a talker. You can tell we don't edit. <laughs> no. This is the second time I've had to say you're right. Yes. And I don't fucking like it. No. <laughs> I tell you what, Kate, winning, winning. Mm. I could have told you you need two cushions. I didn't think I needed it. It was a Look soft corner. Look at the size of the couch. Because I was using the fucking, thinking, There are countries that are smaller than this. I know, but I'm thinking like... the cushions are used for a purpose. No. If I haven't got a purpose for the cushion, why do I need it? Because I've got the rug there for the colour dimension from one end to the other. It bookends the chase. Okay. So, <laughs> no. All right. I hear what you're saying. That you bought the cushion because you thought it had to have a purpose. Yes. Art is a purpose. Aesthetics is a purpose. Just because you're not using it as a support doesn't mean just by visually seeing it, it is not serving a purpose. And I agree, because now I've bought the second one. Fuck, it looks good. (laughs) Which is the reason why we put pictures on our walls. Because we like the look. This is true. They do nothing other than look pretty. Just like me. So my advice to those out there that are thinking of buying a black... Chase Lounge, mm-hmm. make sure you think about cushions and maybe a throw rug. Two cushions, by the oh, way. Oh, I didn't say cushions. That is, that, is that is a minimum two cushions. What I think you probably should have done <laughs> yeah, okay. is I think you should have gone probably two more, smaller size. You need to calm the fuck down, Joe. Smaller size, different, <coughs> different textured cushions. No. Similar palette to, imagine, imagine fucking two cushions, a little bit smaller in that. In your in your in your rug throw rug, oh, mate. If I had cushions like that, I'd never leave the home. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> People would come in like, "What are you doing? I'm patting my kittens. <laughs> I'm patting my kittens. Don't move away, kittens. <laughs> like, try the, the shut up the kittens, kittens. <laughs> now, 
Speaking of kittens, yep. I've realised there is a job that I cannot do. Okay. After Pussy Protection Services. Pussy Protection Services. <laughs> um, or as we like to call it, PPS. So I've received a text message from my mother. Happy Mother's Day, Mum, from yesterday. Happy Mother's Day, Mum number two. Yep. Um, she's got a she's got a pussy. Yep. Okay. Called Alan. Right. Oh God, this story's getting fucked up. <laughs> yep. Now Alan has been known as Alan's got a surname, the Ass. Alan the Ass, because Alan is just. Oh, and Joe, ass. I tell you what, if this was someone other than your mother, yes. the jokes I'll be bringing out right now would be supreme, <laughs> but I can't bring myself to do it. No, you shouldn't. No. Um, anyway, Alan's been a bit poorly. Well, that happens when you get the pussy and the ass out close together. Mm. Taint nice. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, I'm struggling. Thank you. So, Alan has been poorly, Yeah. and today he shuffled off this mortal coil. He went for the long good night, which was unfortunate, but he'd been quite unwell and he was a late teenager kid, so I think, what, 17 or something like that or something. So he's quite old for a cat. Um, And she said to me, look, can you come and dig a shallow grave? (laughs) Which is never a nice thing to do. Which is never a nice thing to do, but she wanted to bury him in the garden along with the other 15 cats 40 rabbits and whatever else is in the fucking garden. Yeah. Um, and I've gone fine. No worries at all. And, I, like, I didn't have a lot to do with Alan. Alan has been mum's cat. I have been living interstate, so I haven't had a lot of interaction with Alan. So all I know him is, is Alan the ass. Yep. Because okay. he is a bit of an ass. He'll turn on you like a rabid wolverine at any given moment. Um, <laughs> but, you know, mum was obviously attached to Alan. And... And I was fine, so I'm out there, and I'd finished work, and I'd popped over to Mum's joint, and I'm digging the grave, and I've decided that, well, oh, fuck, this is not fun, because I don't like gardening at the best of times. Digging a hole just to fill it back in doesn't seem like fun anyway. Agreed. Anyway, so I'd finished digging the grave, and I've gone, oh, fuck, all right. And she said, right, in the back of the car, in the cat box, wrapped in the shroud of Turin, or Turad, um, or just a fucking towel from Mum's laundry, um, is Alan. Probably an ancient throw rug. Exactly, an ancient throw rug. Um, and I went, okay, no worries. I said, do you want to, are we having a moment? Is Are we speaking words over him or is it just going to be setting on fire like a fucking Viking? And she's gone, no, no, you can do it. That's fine. And I went, okay. What I was not prepared for, and this is, fuck, I'm such a wuss. I really am. I went and got Alan. The ass. The ass. And I was, I knew there was a dead cat in there. Yep. Now, the moment I, I started opening the cat box, yep. I just remembered when we went and saw Pet Cemetery. Yep. And so that was freaking me out. No. Yes. Anyway, so I've, I've picked him up and he hadn't had rigor mortis yet. So there was still quite a lot of limpy dimpy. Yep. Bit of a floppy pussy. Floppy. P- <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm keeping this serious, Joe. Come on. I wasn't expecting it to be warm. Oh, a warm, floppy pussy. (laughs) (laughs) No one likes that. (laughs) Especially when it's... Especially... Especially when it's your mum's. (laughs) So 
What did you do with your mum's warm body pussy, Joe? <laughs> What'd you do with it? <laughs> Keep the story going, Joe. What'd you do? I, I held it gently in my arms and wept a little bit. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I just oh, I rolled a tear. Roadies, just have a moment to picture <laughs> that. Can we have a moment? Silence oh. for my mum's wet, warm pussy. Floppy. Pussy. Floppy. That you're holding. Yeah, it wasn't wet, sorry. Fuck, I threw that. <laughs> fro- it was a bit yeah. fraudulent, wasn't it? Stop it. Stop it. Well, He's up. Not being dirty here. No, that got a bit real. Mm. Um, yes. Look, I, I get that because, as you know, most people, or anyone that knows me, mm. I am a lover of animals. Yes. Um, and I do get teary. I get sad. Yes. Um, not a fan. No, no. So... Um, I, the thing that got me, I was not expecting, one, him to be limp, mm. and two, to You didn't be, expect it to feel real. N- warm. Mm. It felt like I was holding a cat that just wasn't moving. Yeah. So that was a bit sad. So, But Alan has taken the, the long good night. I rest in peace, Alan. Yes, you arse. Yeah, you got the arse. Yeah. Mm. There you go. So that's, And I've realised I don't want to be anywhere around death. In regards oh, so to that's right, because that was the start of your conversation. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to be dispatching or be part of the dispatching of well, at least animals at this yeah, stage. I can't see it. it would be fun. No, and I, look, I know mm. people who do. I know people who are involved, and well, I know. Like, I it's know a job that has to happen. Exactly. Well, there's a friend of mine, Steph, who um, is a taxidermist. Yep, that's her job, and she thoroughly enjoys her work. She's just won a prize. Actually, she did a little squirrel that someone had and yep. put it on a bit of wood and all that kind of stuff and she won a stuffing prize. Fuck if I know what it's called. Um, anyway, and so, but she really enjoys that and it actually gives a lot of people a lot of joy to have mm. their loved ones or, you know, pets or whatever stuffed. I've always said that I'd love to be stuffed, taxidermied and just like be Pop standing in the, in the corner or sitting on a chair. Why not? <gasps> the Troy chair. The Troy chair? Yeah, so what I'll do is I'll get you taxidermied. <laughs> okay. And then you'll be in the seated position. Oh, so someone can sit on me. So we can sit on you. Oh, wow, that sounds a bit weird, doesn't it? Mm, a little bit. Um, that brings us into Celebrity Deadpool. It does. It does. Okay. <laughs> what have you got? I, unfortunately, have gained no points this week. Neither have I. But I think we do need to take a moment mm. to, I suppose, just share the fact that most people would know because it was all over Facebook. Yes. It shows how many nerdy... Pages I follow on Facebook. Yes, uh, that the man who played Chewbacca passed away. Yes, which is really sad. Um, did you have the moment though? When Peter you found Mayu, out, I believe his name was. Yeah, when when you found out that Peter had passed, did you have that moment going? Fuck, wasn't my list. Um, I did. <laughs> yeah, I really did. It's like you know, I had a politician. I had a yeah, bloody didn't have a, bond, a I had a whatever. I didn't have a freaking Star Wars character. Didn't have a Wookie. Didn't have. A, was only really one main Wookie. Yeah, true. Yeah, so, now, but it's interesting. He actually, I didn't realize this about him. He didn't really do anything else acting wise. Didn't there, he? There was no other major things that he really kicked off on, but he did um, release a couple of books. Okay, which I found interesting. Um, now, is that a bit like Chopper Reed doing children's books, or um, <laughs> I never the thought Woody about collection. That. What but uh, no, I'm trying to find it. I did have it here, and now I can't find what the actual books were called, which is really annoying. But um, they were basically about being, because he was such a big man. Yeah, it was basically about being virtually a giant mm. um, in a normal world. Yes, and and another one of his books was about how to um, how to be nice to bullies, yeah, how to combat bullying and stuff. So it was that kind of 
he was obviously one of those people that he was different. He was a very tall, kooky-looking man. But he, he, from memory, and this is only South Road Boys with the research, I think he's like Andre the Giant, where he had a genetic mutation that was... It was I think Andre the Giant actually had giantism, where his, his organs and everything like that and his hands and his head and all that got extra big, abnormally so in comparison to other parts of his you body. You might be right. Um, I just found it there. So he's, um, he wrote two books for kids. Mm-hmm. One was called um, Growing Up Giant. Yes. Which was explaining that um, there's a uh, different, uh, what's that? Um, the being different is a strength instead of a weakness, mm-hmm. which is really cool. And, he's, and he wrote an anti-bullying book called uh, My Favourite Giant. Oh, yeah, so, there you go. Which is kind of nice. But what I didn't realise is um, he actually starred in uh, The Force Awakens. That's mm. Chewie. Yes. But I don't believe he actually paid Chewie for the whole movie. Because he was bits. actually wheel bound, wheelchair bound. Yep. And had to basically struggle to get, I suppose, to play his part. Yeah, just a stand. Um, so I think it was more a case of... A nod. You've been a part of this for your entire lifetime. Yep. We want you to be a part of this movie too, so we're yeah. going to give you your moment. That's nice. Bit of respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is cool, yeah. So he was in his 70s, I think. Because that's which the thing. Like, isn't... Obviously, even... I mean, I could I could only imagine how much that Wookiee costume would weigh. Oh, it would have been heavy. Fuck Because this is back in the day when costumes weren't made to be easy on the people wearing them either. No, they it made was just, just to look good. Let's get some dead squirrels and just fucking staple them to you until you're fully covered. There you are. You're a yeah. Wookiee. And the reason why mainly I wanted to bring this up is a, um, a couple of reasons. Mm. Uh he was born in May 1944, mm-hmm. same month and year as my father, mm-hmm. which is very cool. Okay. And you know what makes it ultra cool? Tell me. He was born in Barnes in Surrey. Mother you know what? Fucker. I was born in Barnes too. <laughs> Mill Barnes. <laughs> oh, Troy. So I didn't realise that You're myself a and Chewy had so much in common. Well, the hair especially, especially on the face. <laughs> You're part Wookiee. Yeah, so um, rest in beast. In beast. <laughs> Rest in beast. There you, you go. Yeah. <laughs> but no points. No points for no celebrity, points for celebrity Deadpool. Deadpool. Mind you, we have had a couple of roadies contact us with their Deadpool list as well. Um, I can't remember what it was, but one of them was 107. 107. It is uh, John McCain's... Wife. Wa- uh, no, to be... Mum. I'd be his mum. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, John McCain, who just passed away recently from cancer, I believe. Yes. US politician. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not the person who invented the... Um, McCain's pizza. The, I was going to say the canned fruits <laughs> and that kind of thing, canned food. Um, yes, yeah, so 107. Uh, McCain's um, done it again. Basically, I said initially, fucking cheating. Yes. I thought, Joe's got 102, you've got 107. Yes. How is it even possible? Mm. Um, unfortunately, though, you put a name into Google, comes up first page, means it's in the rules. It is within the rules. Motherfucker. I, I even think, and it's it's too late now, it's too late to bother Joe's. <laughs> I think the person, like if if it ends up that no one dies, I think that if the person has picked someone who is 107 years old, 107, and no one dies, you still get points. Like you still got to get half a point for because picking, they don't die. Yeah, because you've picked. Well, if no one <laughs> out of any out of at least all the roadies plus yours and mine celebrity Deadpool list, mm-hmm. if none of them die, surely the person who's picked the oldest person possible on Earth. Bears didn't die. That's that's a bit of a point, isn't it? But you see, I think they go down the bottom of the list 
because they've gone for the most obvious possible win and haven't and, won. And haven't. So they should be down the bottom of the ladder. Yeah, but the odds are in the favour that they will get a point, and they didn't. It's like... Yeah, when, so fuck you. No, but it's like, it's like when you're in a sweep. <laughs> you and your freaking 102-year-old bitch. No, but it's like when you're in the sweep for the Melbourne Cup at work. Yep. First, second, third, pay out, and so does last. Yeah. Well, this is like last. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, we'll see like, what happens. But it's like picking a five-year-old. I well, think... Well, that person's never going to die. I think one of us is going to win. Do you? Yeah, I do. I, I hope think so. it's going to happen. The mm. John Edwards crossing over middle. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm, I'm so positive it's going to happen. And if it doesn't, we can double down for the next year. Oh, of course we can. Why not? Yep. What else? Have you got anything interesting this week? Um, What's been going on? What have you discovered? What have your eyes and ears seen or heard? Question for you. Whilst driving, you've probably seen uh, baby on board signs. Yes. Right. Normally on the back windshield of a car. Normally on the back windshield of a car. The guy um, who invented that was Michael Lerner. Um, strapped Joe, his, yes. Joe, is this a day? No, it's not. Okay, right. I don't have a day today. There is no day yes. today. Um, but Michael Lerner strapped his 18-month-year-old nephew into the backseat of his car in 1984. And apparently he was a bit more cautious because it obviously wasn't his kid and he was driving a bit more safer. Mm-hmm. People were honking and bipping and hooting or whatever. Then <laughs> it was like a matter of fucking weeks that someone came to him and said how about we do a we've got a sign that we want to print up do you want to do you want to get in on it which said um baby aboard mm-hmm. and he's gone i like the idea but i'm going to change it so he bought it he bought um the rights to it by september of that year one hundred ten thousand units had been sold, <laughs> and that number soared to half a million by June the following year. So in like fucking six He's months. He's done all right. Yep. By nineteen eighty six, they were so uh, well, uh, you know, they were so well known. They were getting parodies such as "Baby I'm Bored" and all that kind of stuff. Have a guess how much oh, wow. you think. He got for that little yellow sign in nine in two thousand. Actually, is when he sold up to the a Canadian company. How much he got for it? Yeah, well, he sold a company. They did safety signs. That would be their flagship. So you're looking at fourteen years worth of he had those. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking he probably would have got something. So they bought the rights. They bought it. his company, and with that came right. the rights to that sign, that little sign, baby on board. Well, something that is a worldwide staple. Yep, um, easily copied. I'm I'm thinking they would buy it for something stupid, like probably twenty mil. Yeah, probably only fifty four million. Fifty four million. Fifty four million dollars for baby on board. For baby on board. Wow. Fuck people. There is money out there. You just have to find a way to make it. You said 1986, that didn't you? Uh, I think so, about yeah, that. You know what happened in 1987? Um, I was in grade seven. No. There was a great movie that came out. Yeah? Um, had some vampires in it. Oh, Lost Boys. Lost Boys. One of the coolest movies, I think, of the 80s. Without a doubt. And one of the best soundtracks to a movie. Very great soundtrack. And you know why that's a beautiful segue to what I'm saying? Tell me. The man, the sax man, 
Yes. From the Lost Boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone remembers the sax man. Yes. Because he plays the sax. He's got no shirt on. He's oiled up. Yes. And he looks like he just loves playing the sax. Which was parried in, parodied in fucking which other film? A Jack Black film. Um, School of Rock. Oh, was it really? Yeah, there was a guy just, playing guitar. I don't remember that. Who was wearing a very similar style yep. outfit, you know. Yeah, so he's got the, you know, the hair tied back in the ponytail. He's oiled the up, man he's bun. shirtless. He's a gun. I mean, he's a, a well-built. He looks like a wrestler. Ripped. Basically, he yeah. is ripped. Playing sax, though. Playing sax. So sexy back so, then. So, dude, um, Tim Capello is his name. Timmy. 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 Um, so the website describes him as being notable. His Ooh. muscular physique. Yes. His sexually provocative movements during performances. Yes. And his tendency for to perform shirtless with his skin oiled and hair in a ponytail. Sexy Kenny G. His name is Saxman. <laughs> Sexy After G. Th- over 30 years, right, since that movie came out. Fuck, so he's... Dudes just 50. brought out his first album. <laughs> and he's touring it. Wow. Yep. On the, is he still riding the coattails of Keith the Sutherland and Lost Boys? He's still doing the same. He's got the same look, except that. Um, but is he rocking the as older. seen on Lost Boys? Oh, there's no doubt about that. Yep. Yeah. You got it. I mean, that's basically what he's got. And that is going to the well and just making a living out of yep. it. Uh, it's just I. I don't know. I don't know whether the sax is really in as much now as what it was. Do We've gone th- past the Kenny G era. We've Have gone- we? I hope so. <laughs> so. But, okay, riddle me this, Batman. When Kenny G was massive. And he was. No question about it. He was it. a phenomenal, a bit like that, Um, who's that freaking singer? Someone Rue or Rule or whatever the fuck his name is. Um, Every Mother's Day, someone, but the albums came out. Oh, he's a violinist. Too, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the, the Frenchie. Whatever it was. Anyway, not yeah, important. Yeah. Sells out concerts all the time. Yeah, it's crazy. Did you own a Kenny G album? No. No. no I did not. What I owned you... a lot of weird-ass albums Yeah, um, that, look, I'm probably not proud of, but not <laughs> Kenny G. <laughs> but other than, like, how many songs do you know that have got saxophone in them? You've got ACDC. No, that was, no. That was Bagpipes Fuck. Yeah. Um, Die Straits, your latest trick is one of the best sax songs I know of. Off Brothers in Arms. True. Lily Was Here. Oh, another nice dun, one. Dun, dun, dun. And that was a duet. Like, that's when I think sax in song. Sax in song. Every single horseman left in his name. <laughs> <laughs> big, big shout out to Kenny I forgot Sutcliffe. Lily Was Here. That's actually a great song. Lily Was Here was probably the only song that I will listen to and go, oh, yeah, I like that with saxophone. Everything else I'm like. And I played, and I think that's the reason. I mean, I played saxophone in school. Really, I did. Sax was a bit of an instrument back then. It was, shouldn't have been though. Mm. It's very orchestral. Mm-hmm. Oh, even though it must be contagious. I can't but there is talk. there is something cool about the sax, though. Is there? It does have a sound that is not replicated in any other instrument. A clarinet. You hear a sax straight. <laughs> no, you hear a sax. Yes, and you know it's a sax. A French horn. That's the same. <laughs> <laughs> Trumpet. That's pretty sad. Tuba? That's not though. No. Mind you, what do you know what they do? Okay. So I can see your brain just ticking away. No, no, because I like all these kids learn saxophone or trumpet or whatever in school. And they realise that when they get into the real world, no one fucking wants to hear them honking on their instrument. And also a prick of a thing to practice. Oh neighbours. That's why I think I only did like one or two years in school. Because mm. I didn't have one, the drive, or two, the audience that was going to put up with Mike. 
That's why you don't get many sex plays in the States. Because they have guns in the States. Exactly. Yeah. Sex with guns. <laughs> what, what happened to little Timmy? Oh, he was playing the sex a minute ago. I haven't heard him for a while. Well, exactly. Well, speaking mm. of Timmy, there was a kid who went to school who was uh, playing the trumpet. And just like every other kid who plays trumpet, fuck, went out for band or went for an orchestra and didn't get it. And then realized that, oh, shit, I, I like playing the trumpet, but no one really likes the trumpet. Mm-hmm. So he became Timmy Trumpet. Yep. Fucking made a living out of it. Made it his own. Exactly. And I saw Timmy Trumpet live. He did um, uh, an event that we'd had at the showgrounds called Dayglow, which was basically everyone rocks up in white and then halfway through the event they spray them with fluoro paint and then it just becomes a technicolored mess. (laughs) Fucking he was rocking it. Yeah, goes nuts. Timmy Trumpet. Mm. So you never know, maybe um, maybe Sex Man will go right. Um, for What's those his name again? Sax man. Um, Tim Capello. Tim Capello. So for those who are interested, the album is called Blood on the Reed. Oh, fuck. So metal. go out there. Go out metal. there. Metal. And, and try it out. I Blood reckon. on the Reed. That just means he's got cold sores. Yeah, I, oh, just... <laughs> I, I don't think, Rodies, you're going to regret listening to this album. I think you will. I think <laughs> if, if I had to... Look, other than Tim Capello... Yep. Can you name me one other famous saxophonist? I have one name. No, I, I've got nothing. I have one name that I guarantee you will know. Okay. You ready, roadies? On three. One, two, three. Lisa Simpson. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Fuck off, Joe Mather. And, um, and she had, what was it, Bleeding Gums Murphy? Wasn't he a saxophone player? Oh, Wasn't that her know. idol? But blood on the reed. Blood on the reed. It just means you've got some sort of... Keeping it metal. Gingivitis or <laughs> some sort of gum disorder or cold sores. Oh, doesn't sound pretty, does it? It's not one... I don't think the lady's going to go, oh, a bit of blood on the reed. Especially, oh! especially if you've been around your mum's warm, floppy pussy <laughs> and you end up with blood on the reed. So vegans. <laughs> Good segue. Thank you very much. Yep. We're back. <laughs> Fuck. That was scary. That was a bit bizarre. Uh, Roadies, if you, just in case you were playing at home, we were sitting in the dark. We were chappily chatting about, I think, fucking vegans. You said vegan. Yes. And then the, the lights went out. Off. So now, maybe. That's not a sign. Maybe I shouldn't tell my vegan story. Look. Maybe they're keen. I'm keen if you are. I'm a bit scared, and it's not that great a story. Okay. <laughs> So maybe, you know what, I'm going to take that as a sign from the non-meat eaters that maybe, just maybe, don't give them shit. That's true. Look, if this story isn't great. It's not. um, It won't be the first time you've made a mistake. Mm. You know the first time you made a mistake, only a few days ago? Tell me. Um, Did you know that we've now got two episodes, 78s on our website? No. Mm, We do. Catherine, on our Facebook page, informed me yes. that shouldn't this week's episode that we just put up be number 79? And I've gone, yeah, probably. Um, so I had a look, and Joe Mather. Yes. Joseph Allen Mather. That would be me. You have actually named both the last episodes number 78. 
The name is different. Name is different. Yes. But they're both number 78. Really? Now, I don't know how that would have gone. Oh, probably if it's uploaded to Spotify and all the rest. Everyone's it'd be the got- same episode number, just with a different name. Yes. Hmm. So it's so, episode 79. You fucked up. You fucked up. Yeah. You fucked up. So, well, that, that was the first mistake you made. That's so a bit this awkward. story could be the second one. Well, no, that's a bit awkward. That's uh, I'm, I'm Look, you know what? Thank you, Catherine, for picking that up. Um, I am trying to fix it as we speak, but for whatever reason, the fucking internet's not happening. That's because the um, everything got powered off. Yes. So the modem would be kicking back in. Oh, waiting for That's the modem. Why, yeah. Waiting for the modem. Welcome to Modem Madness. Modem Madness. That sounds like a sequel to a Mad Max film. Doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> modem Madness. Anyway, basically my uh, vegan story, because fucking in for a penny, in for a pound. Um, vegans have been slammed just recently for putting warning labels that you can buy on Etsy mm-hmm. um, that say, warning, this package contains the dead body of someone who wanted to live oh, on really? packages of meat. And the carnivores out there have gone, somebody? Doesn't that refer to a person? Yeah. <laughs> yes, maybe. Going a bit far. Maybe those chicken tenders are a little bit more people than whatever. Yeah. So, fucking look, vegans. Here's the thing, though. Yep. Vegans. Mm. We know it's actually flesh. Yeah, no it's one... It's not a surprise. No. What I do... I suppose, though, there is a proportion of people out there who may not correlate an animal to fucking the, the protein they pro- consume. And as, you know, who was it that... Was it Bear Group? No, fucking Zuckerberg, didn't he? Didn't he say he was only going to eat what he can kill? Zucky, really? Yeah, I thought you brought that story up that he was going on this thing that he was only going to eat no, something he was going to kill. Someone famous. Yeah, could have been Zucky. You wouldn't know it was Zucky. He's Does a anything. crazy kid. Once he started Facebook, he just went wild after that. Well, all that money yep. fucking makes wild with money. From nerd to absurd. Oh, look at you. Wouldn't, look that, at be you. A, wouldn't that be a great segment every week? Nerd to absurd? From nerd to absurd. Yeah. What's a crazy nerd done this week? <laughs> and. But how's that, how's that absurd? Oh, yeah. I did listen to a radio, so I was listening to Triple J, and they were talking about, you know how they do like a version? So they get mm-hmm. a famous person to do somebody else's song, yep. but in their style. Yeah. And they said, that's really great, and we're going to keep on doing that, because people love it. But what we thought we might do is, are you someone who's written a song that no one's ever heard? Because you wrote it when you are a teenager and you are a bit emo, you had a band for three months and you never released a CD. But you've still got the song on a you know, MP3 or fucking MySpace or whatever, yep. even though it got deleted. Yeah, hopefully you have your own copy. <laughs> you have your own copy. Well, send us that song. And next time we do Like a Version, the person who sings Like a Version will do a version of your song. So you can actually That's hear it. That's funky. Yes. Yeah. Nice. That's actually very cool. So... um what are they? They were they were thinking of names, and it was something like uh, "Clangers to Bangers." <laughs> nice. So well played, Triple yeah. J. I hope that happens, and I hope maybe fuck. You know what? I guarantee you, out of this, there is a potential that someone's song will be played by a. Oh, it'll be great, and it'll be great, and people go, "What is that jam? That's yep. me." Bigger. So I will say, look, vegans win in some places. Mm. Uh, there were a couple, uh, a, a Russian couple. Does that, that died a couple of days ago on a plane. Uh, was that the big airplane, airplane crash? No, no, it wasn't the airplane oh. crash. But it was still a Russian tourist and his pregnant wife. 
Um, oh. Seems to be a Russian theme here. Mm. Um, they died of bubonic plague. Oh, fuck. Yes. Oh, that's not good. No, it's not good. Bubonic plague, that... actually, it wasn't nice. Knocked out about 50 million people back in the day. Uh, half of Europe, I think. Yeah, back in the... 14th century. That I was the original. That was the original Thanos snap, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that was um, that was before South Road Boys. A um, smidge. Yeah. Cause... So what happened though? Mm. The reason they got it is that they actually he ate a marmot. What the now, fuck? Now I didn't know what a marmot was, but a marmot. It's like is a, that the um, Russian version of marmite? No, it's not the Russian <laughs> version of marmite. It's actually pretty funny though. I like that. Yeah, thanks very much. It's like it's a little critter. Of course it is. It's like a. Is it like a squirrel? Oh, kind of. Or it's a like gerbil. a little. Have you seen that that um thing where they got those little things? They go, Alan, 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 and they're voicing over the animals. No, you haven't seen that. Uh, okay, I'm going to show you that later on tonight. It's okay. Freaking, it is hilarious. Uh, hang on, uh, isn't that just a hamster? Yeah, something. It's like a little hamster thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like that. Apparently, something that famous people put up their bottoms. Apparently. No, no, no. It's, no <laughs> not it's gerbils. Not a gerbil. <laughs> okay. But apparently you're not meant to eat these things. And um, they actually got the bubonic plague out of it. Oh. And uh, both died on the plane. Now, could you imagine being on a plane... Where someone dies of them, bubonic plague. In which they die, you would be panicking. I would have assumed... That'd be worse than, worse than blood on the reed. It, not much could be, though. <laughs> But I would imagine, and this is just me, from the very little history I know of the bubonic plague, I would have thought you would have been displaying some sort of symptoms that would indicate that you were quite poorly, in fact, close to death. How long had it been since he ate one of these little gerbils before he passed away, does it say? Uh, Like 20 minutes, like in in the lounge before he got on the plane, or was it? Drive through on the way. Uh, according to World Health, oh, I love this. The World Health Organization. Mm. <laughs> the bubonic plague will kill an average adult in less than twenty four hours if not treated properly. Fuck. So it couldn't have been far prior. But um, so but the, they like, get the bacteria from small mammals, and the marmot is actually one of them. A small and, mammal. and you are actually banned from eating them. You're not meant to eat them. Right. So yeah. this is, is probably, there something stamped on their ass though, not for uh, human uh, consumption. But here's the thing that I didn't realise: between 2010 and 2015, yes, there were three and a half thousand cases reported of bubonic plague. Whereabouts? Marmot Central. Apparently so. Is um, the, 584 actually resulting in death. Kentucky so Fried Marmot. I, I just wouldn't <laughs> have thought it was even something that was even about anymore. Well, apparently it is. It's apparently obviously it is. a naturally occurring thing. Yeah, like a like a marmot, like a marmot. <laughs> yeah. So, that's, and that's why roadies. I'm a Vegemite person, not a marmot. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm actually a um, promite person. Promite. I, I'm really? promite. You're promite. Yeah, I, I just I love mite. I think everyone should have have mite. So I'm promite. I, I don't I'm not against it at all. I don't like hurting animals, so I'm a veggie mite. <laughs> okay, right, good. <laughs> Do you know the reason why they called it? What the original name for Vegemite was going to be? No. Par will. Par will. What does mm. that mean? Because Marmite was the original one invented in the UK. And so when they did a similar style yeast-based salty spread in Australia, they were going to try and do the pun Marmite but par will. <laughs> and then... Is that a real story? That is based on Because it sounds like a piss take story. It sounds like a, it, that's my recollection of a story that I've heard that may have no truth in it. Oh, it's a great story, South though. South Road Boys were the research there. 
Um, yeah, and then yeah. someone decided to call because it was like a vegetable yeasty ex- extract. Um, they called it Vegemite as opposed to Parwheel. But that was one of the names that was bandied around that I heard in a story that might have been completely made up. Vegemite. A huh. vegan wheel. Yeah, well, there you fucking mm. are. Now, that does bring me to oh, no. no segue, but one of the fastest growing internet sensations that I think we oh, have ever expected. I tell you what, I'm excited about this. It's bigger than the spoilers that have been released for Endgame. Wow. Speaking of that, yes. have you noticed that the Russo brothers yes. have said now mm. that the spoiler ban is off? Oh, they've come out and said, yep. spoil the fuck out of it. Yesterday, Monday, which in the States would be, well, I said we're obviously a week behind when you hear this. Yeah, so it's eight days. Um, yes, we're actually doing this on a Tuesday night instead of a Monday. Mm-hmm. Usually, so it's essentially in the States now also, yes. spoiler ban's off because they've said that we've allowed basically two weeks of saying don't spoil it. Yes. But we also realise that people want to discuss this movie. Of course. The best thing about movies is talking about it. Hmm. So I said, if you haven't actually seen it by now, well, look, you probably should have done. If you're that keen. And to be honest, it's bumped over the two billion already. There's not many yeah. that haven't seen it. And I think they're all going to go back again. It's just phenomenal. It just is. Mind you, I was speaking to a person this evening who, for whatever reason, oh, they said that the person they usually go and see Marvel movies with at the time when Marvel movies came out was 10 or 8 or whatever. And that was fine. And now the fucking late teens mm-hmm. hanging out with your auntie to go and watch Marvel <laughs> films Not is, is no longer the same. Yep. So she hadn't seen Infinity War. Okay. But decided that the local cinema in Devonport was running a, a pre-endgame screening of Infinity War. So she went to go and see Infinity War before she went and go... Fantastic. ...to go and see Endgame. Unfortunately, they showed a preview. No, what was it? She went and saw... You're not going to say they showed a preview of Endgame before Infinity War. No, she must have gone and see... She must have seen the matter sequence. Or she was watching something, and anyway, they showed the... the, um, your story just screwed up completely. It just it? did. <laughs> no, but she, I can't imagine why she would have gone and seen Endgame first. But it basically spoiled... Infinity War was only on the night before Endgame started, one night only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think um, she went and... No. It's possible that they may have had the trailer for Endgame on because they would have probably been assuming that the people coming to see this have already seen it. No, but she was somewhere where they showed the what a lot more detail of what happened in Infinity War. Oh, okay. As she was watching. Oh, because she was watching Infinity War and they showed a preview to Endgame. And Endgame obviously has Infinity War stuff parts of Infinity War in it. And she's sitting there about to watch Infinity War. And she's like, don't tell me this. Right. That's what it was. That's a real fuck. A long way around. That was a very long story for a short result. Exactly. I did tell her, though. It's your own fault for waiting 12 months to see one of the most awesome films of all time. (laughs) Speaking of awesome. Tell me. Game of Thrones. Oh, mate. Fake spoilers time. Yeah, can I just throw in my couple of little Game of Thrones things first? Yeah, of course. Go, okay, go, go. Cool. So I watched the um, the latest episode. Yes. Um, I missed the big fuck up. Um, the right, The big fuck yes. up's been all over the internet. But spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. It's what? not really a spoiler. Well, it, you're not spoiling plot lines, but you are telling something factual about Game of Thrones and if you don't want to know about it, fuck, it's, it's nothing serious. It doesn't give away a plot at all. It doesn't all. give away anything. No. No. 
all it is is during a scene, mm. there was a Starbucks uh, takeaway coffee cup yes. container in one of the scenes. Yes, plastic lid, cardboard yep. box. I didn't see it when I watched the episode. I only know it's there because I've seen the the stills that have come on the exactly. Instant. And I think it's only on there for like one. Point. And when I when I say the stills, I'm not talking about our mate Ben Stiller. We call him the stills. Yeah, Stillsy. Yeah, you know it's a bit like uh, Spotty yeah. or Spotty Spotties. Yeah, so Stillsy. Stillsy. Um, shout out to Stills. Yeah, shout yeah. out. Have, have you heard yep. from him? Long time listener. Never, never called. called. <laughs> 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 but, um, but yeah, so that was actually pretty funny. That was there. Yes. So it's about the 17 and a half minute mark, I believe, of the episode. Yep. Um, so if you want to have a bit of a look or look, pause it. It's on the right-hand side of your screen, I believe, yep. on a table. It's on a table. Near it's a, not meant to be there. Near a blonde. Near a blonde. There you go. There you go. Uh, but the other interesting one that I found was um, uh, one of the characters who passed away in the Great War. And look, that's not a spoiler either, because we know if there's a huge big war, you know Game of Thrones, people are going to die. People will die. Um, and they're about to burn this... Poor soul. Mm. He's already dead. Yes. He's still. He mm. snuffed it. Yes. He's not coming back. Shuffled off this mortal coil. Yeah. And uh, as the flames are kicking in, um, I just saw his eye just flitter a little bit. Uh. Um, and obviously, we know the flames have been added later on. Yes. They weren't actually there. They're not going to put flames around an actor. No. No. So that was done later on. So but that was a bit of poor editing. Well, or was it? Or did they have an air cannon on him? to mimic his hair and body movements as if real flames were around him and that's why there was a fluttering of the eyelash. No, it was a no. No, it no. was I'm pretending and I blinked. Yep. <laughs> okay. I actually went back a few times. Yes. It wasn't a blink. It mm. was just a, it was a movement. Mm. Yeah, like a, like if a mosquito landed on your eyelash. Yes. And you don't want to open your eyes, you're in a scene. Yes. But you just want to do enough just to get rid of it. Fair enough. That's what it was. So well done, Game of Thrones. You've um, your editors aren't really going that well, but your fight scenes have been amazing. Fair enough. Now, quick one: Did you know that um, George R. R. Miller doesn't use Twitter? No, I did not. Do you know, know why? That. Why is that? Because he killed off all one hundred and forty characters. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Quick Game of Thrones joke there for you. <laughs> now. Oh, you're going to make me die, Joe. Uh, now. That's actually really funny. It is. I, obviously, you didn't come up with that one. No, that's not mine. No, but still, look, take it. Now. Take it like a champ. Fuck. Here we go. Strap yourselves in for Game of Thrones. I love these. Fake spoiler. Love them. Yeah. So, listeners, mm. if you don't want to get spoilers that are fake yes. for Game of Thrones, stop listening now. Exactly. If you want to know what happens in Game of Thrones, keep on listening. Because this won't tell you anything. <laughs> As we know, there are many, many people who are big fans of the show Game of Thrones. Oh, it's huge. It's a worldwide phenomenon. Exactly. And there are people who are big name movie actors, TV personalities, uh, and even recording artists who just want to get on board. Ed Sheeran was in an episode of Game exactly. of Thrones. Exactly. Ed Sheeran just It was to... fucking stupid, but he was in there. Exactly. So there's been quite a lot of cameos where famous people have just said, I'll be body number 15 on a fucking battlefield or yep. whatever. Just want to be part of it. In a new first... Was Game... this an exclusive, Joe? This is an exclusive. Wow. Hot off the press. Okay. Um, Game of Thrones... Fake exclusive. Fake exclusive. <laughs> yeah. Have signed a famous recording artist to do the theme song and... Sorry, not theme song, because I've got to keep the same theme song. They'd be stupid to change that. True. It's more like... A cover track or music within the the movie. Okay, yep. Um, Add a bit of depth, a bit of emotion, maybe to the exactly setting the scene. scene. Yep. Okay. 
Um, and this one is, is this person also acting in the show? No, or just they're not. Doing the music? No, they're just doing the music. Okay. Um, and it's it's seen with now. What's the guy's name? Uh, Tyrone Lannister. Okay. Yep. Who is uh, the imp? Yep. Who is an amazing actor? Phenomenal. He's actually so. I think I've said this before, but he's so good. I forget. He's, he's a little small. person. Yeah. I, his acting is amazing. So he's going to have a big scene in this week's episode. Like it's massive. There's a whole pivotal part. Are you, are you being a like a? Is that not? I don't know, it's not racist. Small people. So, I mean, you said a, a big. scene. We're just talking about the fact he's small. No, you I'm say saying he's a big scene. I mean, you've been offensive. Joe. I am, but I'm not meaning to be. Okay, fake offensive. Fake offensive. Right, cool. So there's a big. There's a a large portion of the show dedicated to his storyline. Fantastic. Okay, and so what they've decided to do is is there's quite an emotive emotive scene that's mm-hmm. set around that, um, and what they've decided to do is pair that with some. Some music from a famous recording artist. Okay. Yeah. Sounds incredible. So they've got Sir Elton John. Wow. To do the music. And um, he's done some big music. He some has big done movies. some big music, big movies. So he will actually be doing during this scene um, Hold Me Closer, Tiny Lannister. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it not first here on the South Road Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! Oh, I'm liking that too. Oh. Hold me closer, tiny Lannister. Oh, Joseph Mather. Spectacular you are. So there you go. Fake Game of Thrones spoilers there for you, folks. <laughs> Remember, not to cough much, but that's just brought it up. You, uh, you heard it. Probably fifth hand here on the South Road Boys. Fantastic. I'll tell you what, get your fake news first. Yeah. At the South Road Boys. Exactly. When it comes to Game of Thrones. And I'll tell you what, there are only, what have we got? I think there's only two more episodes to go. Shit. And the season and the series is done. That's it. Well, we've waited about two years for How season. How many episodes per season? Six episodes in this season. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Job it's normally done. 10 or a dozen. Yeah. Um, this one's got six. So you wait nearly two years for a new season. Mm. Six episodes, six weeks, month and a half, done. It's interesting because I was having a conversation with it about about it with my mother. <laughs> with it, I'm thinking, who's it? Yeah, and she hasn't seen it, but she still knows all about it because she's one of those people who've read the books. Okay. So I don't know whether or not she's... Now, I understand that the last two seasons... Uh, no, I believe this season is, is the only one that yeah. hadn't had a book... Yes. Prior to it being so made a TV show. the writers of the show are writing their own material at the moment for this last season. I thought they got the original writer to write this shit. No, I don't believe so. Oh, this is all just... I, I think this has actually been done by other writers. Oh, shit. Mm. Better be fucking good. Yeah. Now, and essentially, I believe the show was different to the books too. Hmm. To a point. Yeah, but I think they use... A, uh, yeah. She, well, mum knew enough information. She knew a lot more about it than I did. Yeah. You've always got a little bit of a... a and I'm giving a away license, fake spoilers yeah, here. A license to blending change when it's TV or movie compared to a book. Exactly. And as we know, there are a lot of books that we have seen adapted into films. And you'll get the fucking wires who go, Oh, the book was better. No, the book was just fucking 600 pages. Mm. And what you can put in 600 pages... Plus your imagination makes it fucking awesome for you. Yeah. But what you can tell in a two-hour movie, it's, you know, you can't put it all in there. It's a different medium. That's what she said. <laughs> now, speaking of mediums. Mel, it's not a medium. 
He's a happy medium. Oh, this is a good point. <laughs> um, we have been blessed uh-huh. by the return, I believe, of the thoughtful one. Yeah, look, he, he's been away for a few weeks. He, he feels the stress of the world mm. if he's within the, the realms of that world for too long. So he needs to get away. Well, he's carrying the weight of the world on his shoulders. Oh, he's just got so much pressure, Joe. Doing the heavy lifting. Yep. So, um, But he is back this week and he has blessed us with his presence for a little while mm. and taken the time to reply to uh, the message of another listener of the South Road Boys. Welcome to the teachings of Thoughtful Troy. Samantha from Toronto in Canada <laughs> sent this message via electronical mail. Oh. Dear King of Kind Thoughts, I have met my soulmate, but her parents do not approve of me because I am a woman and they don't believe in same-sex relationships. I love her with all I am, but they are making our lives impossible. Please... Tell me how we can get through this. Samantha, I sense your sadness, but you can't change people. So take solace in knowing that her parents won't always be with us on this earth, (laughs) and it will eventually just be the two of you. Samantha, your solution, though difficult to accept, is time. I also had a negative experience with the parents of a love of mine from years ago when I was known only as Troy. They did not approve of my presence in their daughter's life. Luckily, both her parents perished in a tragic house fire <laughs> and we were happy for many years to follow. Martin Luther King Jr. once said, <laughs> once said something that has stayed with me All this time. The ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in the moments of comfort or convenience, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. I just happen to be standing in her parents' house with a four-litre can of paint thinner and a lighter. (laughs) Thank you, and bless. (laughs) Dr. Martin Luther King. (laughs) Well, that's a dream he probably didn't have. (laughs) I tell you what, mm. if um, if Thoughtful Troy was a bit older, yeah, I reckon Martin Luther King Jr. and Thoughtful Troy, besties would have been besties. Fucking oath. They were going to spotty together. Ebony and ivory, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> um, black couch and grey cushions. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> a- <laughs> Throw rug. Good on that. <laughs> oh, it uh, has been an absolute pleasure once again. Oh, and by the way, happy 80th. Thanks, mate. No worries. 80th episode. Bang. Done. Yep. I am Joe. I am Troy. And we are the South Road Boys. Who survive power outages and still broadcast direct to you. 